It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, we welcome you aboard to episode number 243 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, and we're going to get right to it because we have a lot of content to get through in a very short amount of time. And as a matter of fact, we're just not going to be able to cover everything and hear from everyone. Uh, But I want to get right to the big story of the day, which was Trent Williams did not attend mandatory minicamp. He was the only name value player that did not participate and attend. And that is because, as first reported uh, by Ian Rappaport of NFL Media, that Trent Williams basically had decided to stay away because he wanted a new contract. Uh, My colleague, who has been a guest on this show several times, uh, and who I host radio shows with at 106.7 The Fan, Aaron Hawksworth reported on Monday night when we were doing a show, and I think I mentioned it uh, in episode number 242, but I may have forgot, that we weren't sure whether Trent Williams was going to show up or not. And it was leaning towards no, but it was far, far, far from definitive. And Aaron Hawksworth on Tuesday, when it became known that Trent Williams had not shown up and had not attended and the Ian Rappaport story um, what she added to the mix was this that basically she's saying that Trent Williams either wants a new contract or he's asked to be traded so basically you have right now two choices And that is trade me or give me whatever money I'm asking for. And that's what Trent Williams is kind of looking at. And there's a lot of reasons behind why he's asking that. He does have, quite honestly, some leverage. And then there's the other side where, and it's not just because you're defending the team, but because you're defending common sense and what's right and what's fair and the fact that you have to pay an entire team. Um, so the bottom line is th- the bottom line is this: Trent Williams not showing up today, despite being under contract, is his right. He's going to get fined. Um, nobody seems that upset about it, but it is a big, 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 big story to keep an eye on. And again, it's very complicated in terms of why you should or should not give Trent Williams whatever he wants uh, and whether or not you should quite honestly trade him and acquiesce to his reported reported demands. Now, we have not heard Trent Williams say this. So again, I'm trusting my colleague, Aaron Hawksworth, who reported that. 
Uh, we have not heard Trent say that. I reached out to Trent's agent, uh, who I've known for a while since Trent was drafted into the NFL, uh, and I have not heard back from him as of Tuesday evening and this recording. Uh, I've reached out to Trent. I have not heard back from him as of Tuesday evening in this recording. I don't expect to hear back from him. Obviously, he wants to make a stand and he wants to let it be known where he's kind of at. Now, Jay Gruden, of course, was asked that after Tuesday's mandatory minicamp uh, at Redskins Park, of which I was in attendance, and I'll have plenty of notes and other reaction from. So let's get to the head coach as we just kind of get rocking and rolling here on episode uh, number 243 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Here's Jay Gruden via Redskins Audio. We've been talking to Trent a little bit here and there. Um, he's not here. You're right. As far as uh, holding out for whatever reasons, that's uh, between Trent and uh, Eric and Bruce. So uh, hopefully we'll get it all situated soon and get him back here. What do you miss with him not here? What do we miss with him not here? Well, he's the best tackle in pro football. So uh, he's a great player for us, a great leader. Uh, you know, we'd love to have him here without a doubt. You know, I know the teammates support him and uh, we support him uh, without a doubt. Um, but hopefully we get it situated where he comes back. drill and going up against guys like Norman and Colin. So how did he handle that new additional part of the workload and with some more veteran defenders around him? Pretty good. You know, he's uh, learning every day. He's uh, doing an excellent job as far as just getting uh, familiar with the offense and the terminology. Uh, he's got a great skill set. Uh, he can really spin it without a doubt. But now it's just a matter of transitioning uh, to different defenses, uh, different blitzes, handling the pressure handling the looks, uh, finding the open receivers, and delivering the ball. How have guys, some of the rookies, progressed guys like McLaurin, say, offensively? It, to the, it, like you, he was a guy you expected to be able to play right away. Is he on pace at this McLaurin, point? McLaurin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry's doing an excellent job. He, uh, he can do everything. He can block. He can run the vertical routes. He can run the short intermediate routes. Ran an unbelievable double move today. Uh, I've just been very impressed with the total package of Terry, not just his – speed, but his toughness, his uh, attention to detail, uh, his ability to finish plays, uh, ability to block, line up correctly. Uh, he's just been outstanding in all phases. There's obviously a lot to settle about the offense throughout the summer from quarterbacks and running backs to the offensive line, and you've got Kevin O'Connell in the, the coordinator position for the first time. So in the last couple of months and up to, you know, OTA, it's how he's handled the job so far coming from a former OC yourself? It's been great. It's been a great uh, communication process with him and Bill and uh, Angelico and, and Randy Jordan, Ike Killiard. All these guys have done a great job of communicating what they want, what they want to see out on the practice field and then uh, coaching it and then seeing it on the practice field. So uh, he's done an outstanding job. Coach, could uh, you give us an update on Colt McCoy and is he at all falling behind by not being able to be out there? I don't think he's falling. Well, any time a quarterback can't go, he's, he's, you know, it's an effect. You know, you'd love him to take some reps, but obviously his health is more important right now than anything, and that's the most important thing. How tough is it for you to really simulate your offense with Keenum and with Haskins behind this offensive line group you've got? Yeah, it's tough. You know, we've kind of messed around bringing in a bunch of tackles. We've uh, tried to make some changes there, trying to take a look at a lot of guys, you know, with – Christian and Trent not here, and Morgan practicing on a limited basis. Uh, it's been it's been difficult a little bit on the outside, but uh, you know we have to adjust. And those guys have to handle pressure, step up. Uh, they've done a pretty good job for the most part, but uh, we have to try to do a better job of simulating drills where we can at least 
get some passes off without defensive line all, all around their uh, body. Jay, apologies this repeating son. A few of us were held up. But is uh, the deal with Trent, has he talked to you? Do you, do you have an idea what, you know, why he's not here? And you know, has there been anything with that? I talked to him a little while ago, and, and uh, you know, Trent's, uh, you know, this is personal between him and his agent and uh, the organization, and uh, we'll handle it accordingly. But uh, Trent knows that we all want him back. I want him back in the worst way. I know the te his teammates want him back in the worst way. But, you know, at the end of the day, there is a business side of pro football, and uh, that's what he's uh, about right now. So we'll find out what happens. What other follow-up to it? Reuben Foster, did he have an LCL as well as an ACL? Yes. He did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, was Dunbar being with the twos today predominantly with Fabian being across from Josh simply Dunbar working back in or is that kind of how the depth chart is going to sit going into August? No, it was just Dunbar working his way back in. It was his first practice really. So he's just kind of working his way back and he took uh, some reps and uh, we told him to take a limited amount of reps based on how he felt. He felt pretty good, which is a good sign and we'll build uh, more and more to his uh, reps as the uh, next day comes about. And what did you think of Josh? His first day back. That was first day to good. You know, he's in great shape. Uh, I knew that wouldn't be an issue. Josh takes excellent care of his body. Uh, you know, it's happy where, his, where he was mentally. He picked everything back up effortlessly and lined up and made a nice interception today. So it's good to feel his presence out there and see him make a play. Do you have an update on Alex and how he's doing and sort of where he's at? Yeah, I mean, Alex is, uh, you know, he's, he's recovering nicely. He's slowly but surely. It's going to be a little bit of time, but, you know, um, as soon as he's able to, he'll push it and uh, get himself ready. But, uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. It's, it's going to be a pretty lengthy process for the most part, but once he's able to go, he'll recover a lot quicker than people anticipate, I'm sure. We haven't seen Danny Johnson out there. What's up he with was that? kept inside. Him and Darius were kept inside uh, to do rehab. Um, and then with Paul Richardson, just obviously he played through that shoulder a lot last year, but what do you think he can do fully healthy, and where is he kind of at? What do you think of him? Well, that's what we're excited to see. You know, I think once training camp rolls around, he's fully healthy from his uh, – you know, shoulder, I think uh, we'll be able to see what he can bring to this football team. We had flashes last year uh, with the speed as they able to take the top off, uh, but we expect that when he comes back fully healthy. Going back to Trent real quick, the, nothing, there was nothing with his head, or the, you know, the tumor thing, <laughs> the, the procedure that he had, that, that's not really Yeah, he's still that, recovering. But. Yeah, he, he wouldn't be able to practice anyway. You know, he's still recovering from that, so uh, he'll get that taken care of. Jay, a quick follow-up on Alex. He, there were photos of him. Was he throwing the ball? Was he? Is he able to throw the football? He could throw it. He just, you know, he, just he could play catch. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right, that is Redskins head coach Jay Gruden meeting with reporters at Redskins Park about the Trent Williams situation and about the rest of his ball club. Uh, and, you know, here's the bottom line again. This situation is going to have to get solved one way or the other. Um, I don't think Trent is just going to forget about it, and he's just doing this because he doesn't want to be here. Clearly, Trent is frustrated by the market around him and where he sees his career going, and does he see himself being discarded, whether it be at the end of the two years when his contract is up or, quite honestly, going into next year. And I understand that he's got some leverage and he wants to use it and explore it. I don't love it, uh, but I understand it. And I have a lot of respect for Trent Williams. I don't agree with everything he's done, uh, but for the most part, I have a lot of respect for Trent Williams and I've known him his entire NFL career. He's been very good to me and we have a good relationship. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of 
not trying to play favorites here, quite honestly. I'm trying to look out for what's best for everyone. Uh, all right, more on that and everything else, including including a really good conversation with Bill Callahan, the offensive coordinator, uh, the offensive coordinator, the offensive line coach and run game coordinator for the Washington Redskins. Bill Callahan was terrific. I uh, caught up with him for about 10 minutes, not a one-on-one, -on -one, uh, but I did ask him a lot of questions, as you will hear, and he was fantastic. Uh, they should let that guy speak more. That's next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell here, Locked On Redskins. And let's talk about something we don't talk about often on this podcast, but sometimes we do, and that is good sex. Remember the days that you were always ready to go and up for the game? Yeah, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, fellas. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com. And Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, it's not just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants a little extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom or wherever you prefer. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, guys, you, the listeners of the Lockdown Redskins podcast, we've got a special deal for you. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use the promo code MLB. That's MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code MLB, as in Major League Baseball, uh, to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, this is episode number 243 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, good to have you back with us uh, right here. So take care of a little bit of business. Just want to let you guys know uh, before we get to Redskins offensive line coach and run game coordinator uh, Bill Callahan, today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Uh, don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, get rewarded. Yes, indeed. And as well, want to tell you, make, guys, make sure you download the new Himalaya podcasting app. It's free, super easy to use. Every single podcast you love or you're searching for, personally curated playlists made for you by our expert podcast tastemakers everything from comedy to mystery to thrillers and sports including the locked on redskins podcast go there now 
wherever you download your apps, uh, in the Google Play Store uh, or the App Store, wherever you go, and get Himalaya and the new podcasting app. Again, Himalaya, and also don't forget to check out Locked on Redskins when you're at Himalaya. All right, so Bill Callahan, we're going to play a portion of his time with the media on Tuesday uh, because, um, you know, just for time's sake, otherwise we'll have no other time to kind of tell you what we saw at Redskins training camp, uh, Redskins mini camp, I should say, on Tuesday. So Bill Callahan, uh, this is a good portion of it, uh, talking about Trent Williams, talking about the rest of the offensive line, talking about injuries, talking about uh, how the young guys are looking. Uh, I thought this was a fascinating conversation that I was a part of with the Redskins veteran offensive line coach and again, running game coordinator. You know we're here because we all want to know what you think about uh, Trent not being here. Yeah, I, I really got no comment on that because it's, uh, you know, it's a situation that it's, it's personal. Uh, support Trent all the way and uh, well, whatever, you know, is on his mind, I'm sure he'll get it resolved soon and quick enough. Is it hard for you to implement things you want to implement with, with your key guy not here? No, not at all. I think this is a great opportunity for the players that are here uh, to focus on all the fundamentals and techniques that we're, you know, that we're featuring, that they're getting exposed to, but uh, the guys that we have here, it's, this couldn't be a, a better situation to get as many reps as they can and game-like scenarios that we're in, like the two-minute drill or the third-down drill. So this exposure for the young players has been fantastic. Has Trent given you any indication on whether he'll be back for any, any part of this week or even training camp? Or this? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I think you'd have to talk to Jay about that. Last year you had so many injuries, guys run mm -hmm. through in and out. What, what have you done this offseason mm -hmm. in light of that or looking ahead to either avoid that or adapt to that this year? Oh, gosh. I think, you know, every year you, you learn and you grow and you see, you know, what transpired throughout the course of the, of the previous season. And, you know, we've had these massive studies around here. I'm sure you've all been, you know, <laughs> been privy to that, right? <laughs> but really nothing came out, you know, in the Mueller report here <laughs> about <laughs> – about injury status, so uh, no, I, I think it's. I think you know we're more uh, careful in the sense that uh, you know we're we're looking at the amount of reps. You know we're not uh, burning burning in uh, any player with an increased amount or workload for that matter. Uh, I think the science is getting better. You know where they can GPS the athletes, so you know exactly what their workloads are like. I think that's been great. Um, but as far as some of the injuries that, injuries that we've had, it's really not been a cause or a function of what we're doing in practice. They're really kind of a, kind of freak injuries, you know. If you get a pec injury, a knee injury, I mean, that's just like, uh, you know, it's just normal injuries that occur during the course of a game. So we're, we're trying to, you know, do everything we can you know, to prevent injuries. And I think the league is getting smarter, you know, with the medical documentation that they're making about uh, reducing injuries, whether it's, uh, you know, any type of head-to-head -head contact or collision. You know, we're just trying to take the head out of the game, which I think is really smart. And so we've always have, and we've always focused on utilizing hands as a fundamental technique. So I, I think, you know, as we move forward, I think it'll be an easy adaptation for us. What have you Trent seen not here and, and Christian still recovering from mm -hmm. his procedure? What have you seen out of Flowers? Who, <clears throat> the yeah. thought was maybe guard, and now you've had to put him back. Yeah, interesting enough, we've had uh, four tackles out. You know, we've had Trent and Morgan, we've had Jerron, and we also had Catalina. So we really were shorthanded throughout the duration of uh, OTAs. 
So it's given these younger players an opportunity. So we've tried out a lot of players. As you know, we've had a, you know, a couple more tackles than we normally would have. But we're trying to find the right mix and the right blend of, of player that can fit the system. So uh, I'm kind of pleased you know, with some of the new guys that we brought in, uh, uh, the fellow from Northwestern, uh, obviously the lineman from Arkansas. So we've got some young players that haven't been exposed to the pro game, so we're trying to get those guys up to speed a little bit quicker and faster, which, which they're going to need to be as we go into training camp. What have you seen Thanks. of Flowers? Yeah. Yeah, I like I like him. I like Eric. I've always liked him. I think that you're gonna you're gonna see um, a player that's starting to emerge a little bit more in terms of technique. Uh, unfortunately, we've had to put him out of tackle, but we're still in the first few weeks we had him at guard. And you, he did a nice that job. Really We'd love to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Why? That's the plan. I mean, what was the thinking with that? What was why he sure. had a guard? I was just curious. Why well, was number one, we see a lot of potential. You know, when we made transitions with tackles to the inside position. Allah Ty Naseki, okay? We even had Trent play a few snaps here at times, but uh, I think it gives us size, it gives us power. I think those are really good traits, you know, for a running attack and also pass protection. He's, he's long, he's square, you know, he obviously can play in the short area. So those are kind of things we identified uh, during free agency that we liked and we're trying to fit him in that mode. So it's been a work in progress. You know, we got a long ways to go yet, but he's uh, he's made a nice transition you so see far. You him as a guy, like you could start training camp with him as a guard. And oh, I think so. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we're training the young guys as well. So this has been a great opportunity not only for him at guard, but also for Wes Martin and uh, for Zach Kieran. So we, we've been fortunate in that respect. What has Kevin O'Connell been like as offensive coordinator so far? Yeah, he's been really good. You know, he's uh, kind of carrying the torch and, you know, he's implementing the offense and adding some some variety to it. So it's kind of some new age thinking, you know. So it's been fun. It's been it's been interesting. What are some of the challenges for a guy like Eric Flyers moving inside, for a tackle to move inside? Yeah. I think when you play in the short area, everything happens much quicker, much faster. So getting acclimated to the to the speed and the explosiveness inside is a little bit different for a tackle when he's out in space and he's dealing with a, a defensive end who may be aligned maybe two or three yards outside of him. So everything's a little bit more confined, a little bit more compact. Everything happens a little bit more sudden and quicker inside. I know it's just individuals, but mm -hmm. like share, you know, the good mm -hmm. hand placement, able to get mm -hmm. leverage under, uh, I think it was Ionitis on one rep that I saw. Oh, yeah. What, what, what you are oh, sure, uh, sure. I mean, we're just, you know, it's, it's precautionary in the sense that, you know, we're going to wait the training camp before we get rolling again. And I think having him in the individual really helps him keep his – kind of his skill set, his toolbox sharpened, which, which is great. But, uh, yeah, I'm pleased. You know, I know he's chomping at the bit to get back out there, but, you know, nothing we can do about that right now until we get to training camp. What are you hoping to see out of uh, Jerron Christian and Tyler Catalina when they do come back? It's going to be obviously with the yeah. with Trent, it's more important to see those guys yeah, kind of right. take that next step. I'd love to see Jerron take the next step, you know. and that, we're, to, to make that next, take that next step? Well, then he's going to get healthy, you know, so he's not going to be released until training camp. And then we'll, we'll see, you know, when you come off an ACL injury. It's always challenging, you know, and it takes a little bit of time. So um, with that being said, timing becomes a critical factor, you know, and then, of course, all the, all the movement skills and the movement skill set that he has to execute becomes critical. Uh, when you're talking about change of direction, you know, when you're talking about those real quick, sudden bursts that you have to take, you know, we've, we've got to see that happen on film. So uh, he's working hard at it, and I know that. So we're, we're optimistic in that regard. 
All right, so that's part one of Bill Callahan meeting with reporters. We're going to get to part two uh, just as soon as we can. Don't know exactly if we're going to be able to get to it tomorrow because we'll have a lot of other content uh, on the next episode, but we will get to part two uh, just as soon as we can. Also, today's show brought to you in part by Untuck It. We thank Untuck It for sponsoring Locked On. If you're looking for a great Father's Day idea, well, go to Untuck It. Their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking, no tailoring required. Go to untuckit.com, promo code NBA to get 20% off. That's untuckit.com and use the promo code NBA to get 20% off. All right, we're back in a flash with the final couple of minutes of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, Some observations from Tuesday's minicamp practice right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right. It is episode number 243 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. As always, when you get in your car, tell your smart speaker device to play podcast Locked On Redskins. Make sure you follow the podcast and all sorts of Redskins information, articles, columns, opinions, uh, breaking news at Locked Redskins. You can follow me on individual Twitter or individually on Twitter at Locked uh, at WrestleMania 621 at WrestleMania 621 uh, for just Redskins and NFL content at Locked Redskins. And as always, if you want to follow the entire league and all of our podcast hosts at Locked on NFL Net at Locked on NFL Net. Meanwhile, today's show brought to you by Grip6 Adult um Today's show is brought to you by Grip6 in part. Ultra lightweight with no holes, no flap, and it's a great Father's Day gift to go along, right? Father's Day right around the corner. Grip6 has a special offer for you right now. Go check it out. Grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. That's Grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. And don't forget, make sure you check out the all-new Himalaya podcasting app. Super easy to use. Episodic share list. Uh, shareable playlists. Listeners can build podcast playlists by their episode. Customize just like a playlist for songs. Share it through social, texts, and email. Find and download the Himalaya podcasting app on the App Store, Google Play. And don't forget to follow Locked on Redskins once you're there. It's free, super easy to use. Away you go uh, with the Himalaya podcasting app as well. You can listen on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Player FM, Megaphone, and more. 
uh, Google Play uh, as well. So we thank everybody for helping us out here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, remember to keep downloading and all that. Real quickly, a couple of observations. I didn't think Dwayne Haskins looked very sharp on Tuesday. He was under a lot of pressure. Uh, the Redskins offensive line, the first team offensive line, when he rolled with that, that was like Eric Flowers and rookie West Martin. Uh, you know, the starting center wasn't there. Chase Rulier, he's banged up. Brandon Sheriff uh, only participated in individuals. Morgan Moses was the only pure starter, the only established starter that actually lined up with the ones. Uh, I thought Dwayne Haskins had a lot of issues with pressure. Uh, he would have gotten sacked five, six, seven, eight times, depending on uh, how they would have ruled things. There was plenty of times where he tried to escape and he would have ran right into a sack or right into pressure or gotten hit or anything like that. It wasn't a great day for Dwayne Haskins. Uh, I'm not saying it was his fault, but it wasn't a great day. He looked a little more uncomfortable dropping from under center uh, than I have seen him in the one time that I've been able to see him in person uh, and from close up. So that's something to keep an eye on. Meanwhile, Case Keenum had a wonderful, 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 big, long touchdown. Uh, would have been at least 50-plus yards uh, through the air, catch and run, mostly throw. Uh, to Cam Sims, who got past uh, the defensive backs, including Landon Collins, in a team period, and then uh, slammed the ball over the goalpost. Cam Sims had a, probably about 800 catches on Tuesday. Uh, he was all over the place. He's still raw. He's still learning. He's still learning uh, the route trees, the concepts, where he's got to be positioned. The Redskins have a little something there. Uh, with Cam Sims. That's something definitely to keep uh, an eye on. And the last thing that I would say is, to me, Trey Quinn looked pretty impressive. Some good explosion after the catch. Uh, That was one thing that jumped out. Uh, And as well, the defense in general, again, just kind of talked about the pass rush, talked about how bad the offensive line was. Uh, The pass rush definitely getting after it. And the Redskins, when they had their starting secondary, it looked like this. Josh Norman, who had an interception today uh, off of Case Keenum on a contested ball, a 50-50 type jump ball right in front of Cam Sims. They had Josh Norman and Fabian Moreau as the starting outside corners with Landon Collins and Monte Nicholson as the starting safeties. Now, obviously, they're a nickel a lot, so that would bring in Dominique rogers Cromarty. Uh, and as well, there's the possibility that Quentin Dunbar cracks the starting lineup. He is healthy. I talked to him. We'll have that for you uh, coming up later on this week. So those are some quick observations from Tuesday's minicamp. I'll be back out there Wednesday and Thursday, so lots more Redskins content to come throughout the week. Thank you all for being with us. This is episode number 240. Three of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Great to have you with us. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked on NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.